Welcome to Nostalgia Minute for March 2nd. I'm Julia. And I'm Tina. Today in Disney history, we will be traveling back to the year 1959 and bid adieu to J. Thaddeus Toad Esquire. On this day in 1959, Eric Bloor, the actor who brought Mr. Toad to life with his voice, passed away in Hollywood, California. Released in 1949, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad was a package film that was made up of two longer cartoons. According to an article from the Winnipeg Free Press, Mr. Toad of Toad Hall is a vastly witty blend of cartoon and voice. Disney's people don't have to conform to any of the handicaps of adults. They can soar away to their own private worlds and they are without limitations of any kind. This is the tale of Mr. Toad, who is extravagantly extroverted and full of beautiful lunacies. He confounds his friends, and in the end, they are envious, and they only wish they had nerve to be like him. Blore lent his voice to Mr. Toad with great success. The original story was adapted from Kenneth Graham's Wind of the Willows. A book called Magnificent Mr. Toad was recommended by the public library. According to the Statesville Landmark, for younger readers during their celebration of Book Week in 1949, the article said, for the small reader, there is a new Walt Disney, Magnificent Mr. Toad. Maybe you have seen the movie, Ichabod and Mr. Toad. This story is based on the motion picture, the idea for which came from the storybook, The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham. This book was also advertised in newspaper ads just in time for Christmas in 1950. Born in 1887 in the United Kingdom, Lore was enjoying a successful acting career before he took the role of Mr. Toad. In 1936, the actor was planning to return to England the next year to attend the coronation of King Edward VIII. At the time, he was working on a radio program called Quality Street, which also starred Katherine Hepburn for RKO. Blore had met King Edward on several occasions before, including one time that was chronicled in the Salt Lake Tribune as happening during the World War, the Prince of Wales was a guest of Blore's division at the front and Blore was his host. In 1925, Blore met him again behind the scenes of a London theater. Laura also became known as the perfect butler on film, and one reporter said in 1936 that Eric Bloor, at the moment, is the most ubiquitous butler on the screen, and if this actor's work continues to be as entertaining as it has been so far, I shall not care how often he appears. Bloor got his acting break thanks to G.P. Huntley Sr. Huntley's son, J.P. Jr., and Bloor called themselves brothers because the elder Huntley took such a fatherly interest in Bloor as explained in the Sandusky Register in 1936. The two also worked together on Joe E. Brown's Sons of Guns. In 1959, British critic Kenneth Tynan mistakenly referred to Bloor as the late Eric Bloor in an article for The New Yorker. Bloor demanded a retraction immediately while a shocked public grieved the announcement of the actor's death. According to attaboyclarence.com, this was a first for The New Yorker, who, up until this point, had always been noted for their stringent fact-checking. On March 2, 1959, the night before the New Yorker retraction was to appear, when all copies of said magazine had been printed and distributed ready for sale, Eric Bloor died. The next day, newspapers all around the world carried news of his death and of their sorrow at his passing, all except the New Yorker. Also on this day for March 2nd, in 2014, Frozen won Best Animated Feature at the 86th Academy Awards. Now it's time to say goodbye, so for Nostalgia Minute, I'm Julia. And I'm Tina, and we'll see you real soon. To contact Nostalgia Minute, email minute at nostalgia.com. Some music files provided by fbbts.com.
Nostalgia Minute is copyright Nostalgia, LLC.